Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast, it's presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A ton to get to today. Cannot wait. In fact, one of the individuals that is the main focus of one of the headline stories, I've actually been talking to her uh, via Instagram, and hopefully, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, we'll get her on the podcast in the future. Who knows? You never know. She's busy, but... I, I'm not. <laughs> so my schedule's open. Unless it's in the middle of the night. I don't get up early for uh, or stay up late for anybody. Nobody. Nada. But you know what I do like to do? I like to jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I am not a video game guy. I play the most basic of games... My kids and I, my wife, we have Nintendo Switch, and I like to play Mario Kart. That's really the extent of it. I have Angry Birds on my on my phone every now and then. I'll play that. But ultimately, not a video game guy. But the World Video Game Hall of Fame in Buffalo, New York, announced its 2023 inductees, including Barbie Fashion Designer, Computer Space, The Last of Us, and Wii Sports. I've heard a few of those. I've heard, well, actually, I got to be honest. I've heard of The Last of Us only because of the the TV show and Wii Sports. The other ones, I, I, I don't think I've ever heard of them. But anyway, the World Video Game Hall of Fame, part of the Strong National Museum of Play, announced the four titles were chosen from a field of finalists that included Age of Empires, Angry Birds, Call of Duty 4, which is Modern Warfare, FIFA International Soccer, GoldenEye 007, NBA 2K, and Quake of Wizardry. I don't know what that is, but it's a wizard. You're a wizard. (laughs) I'm guessing. Going out on a limb, you're a fucking wizard. (laughs) But those are kind of cool. The Barbie fashion designer, I know that sounds lame to a lot of you guys, but it is kind of a groundbreaking game that was focused purely on catering to girls. And that's cool. As a, as a father of a daughter, I think that's cool. And I know my daughter would probably love a game like that as, as simple as, as it is to dress like my daughter loves playing with Barbies. And like, I was funny the other day, where was I the other day? I got out of my car and I looked because I was cleaning something up out of the back seat. And I looked at my, my daughter's where she normally sits and she has a Barbie in there. I was just like, it's so cute. It's just so funny. (laughs) Because like me, you know, as a guy, I I don't play with Barbies, never did. My sister got mad at us when my brother and I were a kid. Quick side note, we stole my sister's Barbie. She was was older than me. She was five years older than me. But we took her Barbies and we cut off all the hair. And then my brother found a, a magic marker. And he apparently discovered what pubic hair was and decided to give the Barbies pubic hair. Sorry, that's just real life. That's what we did. <laughs> and my my sister, the last time I talked to my sister, I don't know when that was, but she's just like, you remember when you and Chris did that? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> she didn't think it was funny. Still didn't think it was funny. And it was like 30 years later. <laughs> what? Can't be the only sibling that did mean shit to their, their, their uh, brother or sister. Come on. But anyway, the Barbie fashion designer game, that's pretty cool. I'd like to hear that. And uh, computer science, apparently 
That was released in 1971. It's known as the first commercially available video game. Kind of cool. The Last of Us, that debuted back in 2013 and won more than 200 Game of the Year honors and went on to inspire the live-action HBO series of the same name. Had no idea that was a video game and that that's what inspired the series. So that's kind of cool. Now, the one I do remember, and I remember playing and when it came out was Wii Sports, and that was re- released alongside the Nintendo Wii console back in 2006, and it brought motion-based technology to the mainstream of, uh, of gaming. So I remember when we went over to somebody's house, my wife and I, it was her aunt and uncle's house, and they had bought a Nintendo Wii. So we're playing tennis, and I'm like, wow, this is fun. I, you know, it makes you think that you can actually play tennis in real life, which is not the case. But I remember waking up the next morning and my arm was so fucking sore. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Was I aggressively masturbating in my sleep again? No, it's from the Wii. <laughs> it's so, so crazy. Like, you, it makes you really feel out of shape when a video game makes you sore the next day. But those are kind of cool. I don't know if there's a game that you grew up with that you think should be in the Gaming Hall of Fame, whether it is or isn't, let me know, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on my socials at Podcast. A man who calls himself Gaspacho Machine, or Gaz for short. What a, that's a weird fucking nickname. Like, did he nickname himself? Like, I call myself Gaspacho Machine. <laughs> You, you could just call me Gaz. <laughs> anyway, he, he told his, his followers on Twitter that what he does and he gets paid for is eating in the shower. Now, I could go on and on about what this guy does and what he eats, ha, 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 whatever. But I decided, you know what? I'm going to ride this motherfucker's coattails. And this morning, I shot a video of myself in the shower eating some food I'm going to release the video on Instagram and Facebook at DeHuff Podcast. Make sure you follow. And I I got to be honest, it's kind of a nice thing to eat in the shower. It's bizarre. You don't want to get your food wet. So the one time I eat in the shower this morning, it didn't get my food wet, but it was oddly satisfying. So I can't, by the way, so I, I posted this like little poster on Instagram and Facebook, and I was like, hey, you know, what did I say? Uh, Shower food review, (laughs) and it's me. I took a screenshot of me uh, eating in the shower, and my wife's like, really? (laughs) Food in the shower? And I'm like, what? Come on. You married me. (laughs) Who's more to blame, me or you? Come on. Come on. Really? So she's not too happy. But it's going to be weird, though, like if she goes to take a shower after me, and then she's like, why is there lettuce in the shower? Is this mustard? Why do you have condiments in the shower now? Like, well, you just never know. You never know. Got to be ready. <laughs> never know when I'm just going to have a hankering for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, maybe some tacos. <laughs> I put it out on uh, social media. What should I eat in the shower? At Good For You, Bud wrote, holy shit, this would be perfect for my shower garbage disposal. Not only can you eat in the shower and dispose of your scraps, you can wash, peel, and prep them too. By the way, hot dogs are good for shower eating food. (laughs) He stole that from Seinfeld. Mm. 
Your food is fantastic, Kramer. Wow. And what a pretty radish rose, huh? Well, thank you. Well, here's to on her first week of being germ-free, free. Yeah. And here's to David Putty for helping me install a much-needed and much-appreciated garbage disposal in my bathtub. Ah. You have a garbage disposal in your bathtub? Oh, yeah, and I use it all the time. Yeah, I made this whole meal in there. This food was in the shower with you? Mm-hmm. I prepared it as I bathed. So disgusting. Oh, that is so awesome. (laughs) Could you imagine if you went over to somebody's house and they're like, this is fantastic. I've never tasted the cleaner salad. What's your secret? Well, I bathe in it. (laughs) Next thing you know, you're like, there is a hair in my salad. Oh, so gross. So gross. By the way, Michael on Twitter wrote, uh, by the way, he's at Joe Uncool on Twitter. He said chocolate cake. You got to go with chocolate cake. And I love chocolate cake. I'm a messy eater. I don't know about you, but it seems like every time I eat, whether it's my wife or my kids, they're always like, you have stuff on your face. <laughs> I'm like, what? I happened last night. I was eating. I don't remember what I made, but. I do all the cooking, but I don't remember what it was. I had like shit, shit on my face and it doesn't matter if I have a beard or not. Right now I have a beard and I guess it just makes it worse, but I always have stuff on my face. So I'm constantly, if I'm ever eating around you, I'm constantly wiping my face because for whatever freaking reason, I can't eat properly. Now there's not going to be crumbs everywhere. But it's just always, it just sticks to my face. I must like have a wide mouth or something and I'm like shoving shit in my face. I don't know. I don't know. Now, speaking of food, I, I just talked to this lady and it looks like that I'm, I'm possibly going to get her on for an interview. Maybe I'll do that next episode. But this, this is crazy. And I, I have so many questions for her. And I'm not sure how this is sanitary. I'm sorry. I just, as somebody that used to work in the food industry, this baffles me. For 44 US dollars, you can buy a lollipop from Scotland. What's the catch? They're made by Scottish OnlyFans model Nova Jewels. Follow her on Instagram. Just type in Nova Jewels. She's a beautiful redheaded woman. And guess what? Yes, okay. Oh, sorry. I kind of got sidetracked. Why do you think that those are so expensive? No. Why? This is what she says. I buy lollipops and put them in my vagina, and I sell them. (laughs) Now, again, I don't. I say this all the time. I don't have issue with the seller. If somebody wants to buy it, and I can provide that for them, okay. So I can't critique her for doing this. I just want to know who the fuck is buying these things, (laughs) and how can I capitalize on that? Obviously, I don't have a vagina, but I I could stick something on my body (laughs) and sell it. I don't know if anybody would want it. It's a b-hole pop. (laughs) 
I guess she calls them pussy pops, which why wouldn't you? That just had that just has a catchy name, pussy pops. Like I said, she buys them for about I want to say right around a dollar U.S. and sells them for about forty-four dollars, depending on the size of the lollipop. That's a huge profit margin. That is huge. I could only imagine her going on Shark Tank. Would that not be hilarious? She goes on the Shark Tank. She's in front of all the sharks. They're like, all right, Nova Jules, tell us about your product. Well, have you ever had a hankering for a lollipop and a vagina at the same time? Yeah, I have. Well, worry no more. That's where Pussy Pops comes in. <laughs> all the sharks are like, well, what's your evaluation? I just, it would be so awesome to watch. So I sit here and I think about it. And the, there's two things. And like I said, I'll ask her about these. Is one, is it sanitary? And for and is like how far is she sticking it up? That's what I want to know too. It's like, is it just a rub on the top? Or is it going up in there? Right? Is that what's happening? Because like, it, because I want to know like bacteria, stuff like that. Okay, listen. Like I said, I used to work in the food industry. I want to know, is there a potential for harm in that? And and do you have to go and register? I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get her in trouble, but I'm just like, I start thinking about these things because it's food and consumption. Okay, then also, what kind of lasting damage does that have on her? Not like damage, like she's going to be fucked up the rest of her life. But I'm like, does she have to do a certain amount every day? Because if she exceeds that certain amount, she'll like get like irritated down there. Like, is her vagina going to just like get, like, you know how, you know how, like when you eat too much sugar, you get like a sore in your mouth. It's either a sore from candy or herpes. I don't know what my problem is, (laughs) but, but, does, does that happen to your vagina if you stick too many things of candy down there? I want to know. The world wants to know. <laughs> I, she said, yeah, send me the link on this, this, uh, this podcast so I can listen to it. There's a good chance she won't come on now because I ask the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> Do I, though? Do I know? I just find that interesting. And like, like I said, guys, I've talked about all these these products before, remember that lady selling farts in a jar and oh, what was the other ones? There were some other uh, bizarre things. There's people that sell like old socks that they've worn or panties that they've worn. And I have no issues with the seller. I'm just so curious about who the, the buyer is. So if you've ever bought something like this or if you'd be interested in buying a lollipop that's been up somebody's vagina that you don't know. If you're interested in the, in that, I want to know more about you. I, I I just find that interesting. And would you be willing to spend that kind of money for a lollipop that's been in somebody's vagina? And what can I do to sell? <laughs> I fucked the shit out of this cheeseburger. I just went. I just went for it. Okay, this is it. It's, it's cheeseburgers fucked by the huff. There you go. <laughs> that's disgusting. Ew. Ew, not as appealing as a pussy pop. I got to be honest, not as appealing as a pussy pop. 
Anyway, so uh, go check her out, Nova Jewels. You'll be glad you did. She's on Instagram. Check her out. I believe she's also on TikTok, so go follow her, and hopefully I'll try to set something up where I can do a quick interview with her. Pick her brain on exactly the inner workings of that of that business. Plus she's on OnlyFans, and I've always wanted to talk to somebody that's on OnlyFans and get an idea of how that business works. So it's interesting. Hey, we've got more headlines coming your way, but first baseball's back. Hockey and hoops are knee deep in the playoffs. So make it all count this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports Colorado is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus get a $250 bonus when you sign up deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, and if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Well, we all remember Greg Hardy. He's a former NFL star for the Carolina Panthers. Then he got into UFC fighting. Well, now he's doing marketing for a very popular company. What is it? He's working at Walmart. And a lot of people out there are giving him shit for this. They're like, oh my, how the mighty have fallen, blah, blah, blah. Dude, at least he has a fucking job. Now, he's still potentially going to have fights come up professionally, whether it's with the UFC or, or whatever. But at least he's out there fucking working. He's now, is he stocking shelves? No. Is he working the cash line? No. But at least he's out there fucking working. Good, good for him. Will he continue to work at Walmart for a long time? Probably not, especially because he posted a video on social media where he's dropping the N-word constantly and he's kind of making fun of the clientele at Walmart. And that's just not a good look. Got to be honest. He's coming from the NFL world or the sports world in general, where you have players associations, unions behind you helping protect you. Well, here's the thing, Greg, you can't be doing that in the real world. You can't be doing that shit. So probably a bad idea. I wouldn't doubt it if he ends up, quote unquote, leaving Walmart. But circling back to the original storyline of this is at least he's out there fucking working he's staying busy he's doing marketing for walmart whatever that really means but at least he's out there working so good for him he's not sitting back and going well i'm only an athlete i can only do this he's at least expanding his you know his resume so at least he can say that like listen i didn't just say I'm either going to be a broadcaster or broadcaster or an athlete. I mean, he's going, you know what? Maybe I'll go work at Walmart, do marketing. Good for him. Can't bag on him. The only thing I will bag on him for is his social media posts where he's he's bagging on people that shop at Walmart. Not a good idea, dude. Not a good idea. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg took part in his first jiu-jitsu martial arts tournament on Saturday of this past weekend, and he went home with two silver and gold medals. As he uh, posted on social media, he said he competed in his first jiu-jitsu tournament and won some medals for the Gallero jiu-jitsu team. 
And I mean, he's 38 years old. He's a billionaire. And he told somebody last year that he's just started getting into martial arts during the coronavirus pandemic. So he's still young into it, but good for him. Good for him for doing it. Now, there's some people out there that are going, it's like Zuckerberg is Vladimir Putin. Okay. They're just, people are just going to let him win. That's not a, that's not an equal comparison. If you're somebody that beats Mark Zuckerberg, they're not going to, Facebook's not going to have you killed. Okay. (laughs) They're not. They're not pretty fucking confident in that. You might not be able to access all your uh, pictures or all of a sudden albums are going to disappear. If you beat Mark Zuckerberg, be like, oh, I don't know what happened. (laughs) I know what happened. You beat Mark Zuckerberg in jujitsu. If you beat Vladimir Putin in like, I guess he, he, you know, he plays hockey and stuff like that. And they I've seen a video of uh, Putin playing hockey and like nobody's checking him. Nobody is. Like, no, if it's a real hockey game, you're going to be pushed into the boards. If you do that to Putin, you're going to fucking die. Next thing you you know, you're you're drinking your your tea and you're like, oh, my chest is all of a sudden tight. What the fuck? And then you're dead. OK, not far fetched to think that that would happen. Zuckerberg. No, <laughs> no. So good for him. Now, according to a video posted on social media, at one point during the tournament, Zuckerberg actually appeared to get really pissed off at the referees and started losing his shit uh, on the ref because he was arguing about a fight with uh, his competitor, and he ended up losing that fight, but he ended up brushing it off and hugged his opponent and I just would have liked to see Zuckerberg get upset because, you know, he's so robotic looking. He looks like that uh, data guy from Star Trek, you know, the pale faced robot. <laughs> that That's Zuckerberg, right? And he's like, mm, I disagree with your cop. The stats don't lie. You are a fraud. And you're like, well, OK, Mr. Zuckerberg. I, I just uh, it, that would just be an amusing thing to see. He does look like he talks like he'd be so robotic, but then he's just like gets robot strength and then just beats the shit out of you. Oh, that'd be horrible. Frightening. It's an angry robot. Mark Zuckerberg beating people up at jujitsu. Fucking horrible. Speaking of horrible limb lengthening surgery is, is growing in popularity all across the world for cosmetic reasons. I'm not a huge fan of plastic surgery. I get breast implants, I guess, and I don't get butt implants. That That's just bizarre to me. And, and I, I guess really the only ones I really agree with is if you were in an accident and you need like facial reconstruction. That makes sense to me. But limb lengthening surgery is ridiculous to me. Now, that being said, I'm six foot tall. I'm not like overly large and I'm not short. Okay. But that being said, I, I used to work with a lot of professional athletes that were like Scott Hastings. He's six foot 10, although on his, on his basketball cards, they say he was six eleven. but he he'll tell you, he's like, I know I'm six foot 10 Alfred Williams. I want to say Alfred's like six foot six, something like that. Big dude. But even when I used to work with those guys and, and just on a regular basis being next to them, I never thought, man, I wish I was taller. Just, it was one of those things where 
at first, when you first meet them, you're like, man, they're fucking a lot taller than me. And then you just get over it really quick. So I, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around why anybody would want to have surgery to make themselves bigger, taller. Now, here's the thing. The first part of the process for uh, limb lengthening involves breaking the femur or tibia bones, or both in some instances, in the leg. And then, uh, according to Anthony Catanzano, Caten <laughs> I did not butcher that, did I? No. Said it perfectly. He's the, an assistant professor of orthopedic surgery at Duke Health. He said, slowly over time, you would extend that break in the bone that you made to create a gap. Then we can typically lengthen the extremity about 20% of its total length. And the whole procedure, start to finish, takes roughly six months. Patients could technically grow up to six inches if the surgery is done on all four bones, like I said, the femur and tibia in both legs. Do you think that's necessary? Like I said, I'm six foot. I'm right in the middle. If you're, I guess if you're like 5'2", and, and you just, I guess it depends on the environment, really. Honestly, I guess that's what it comes down to. I've been in an environment where it just doesn't seem to really matter. Even working with the guys that were are huge, professional athletes that are just, you know, ungodly tall at times. And I've never heard them talk bad about somebody that was short. And to be honest, when I've worked with somebody that is, is much shorter than me, and that's happened, it's something that I notice at first, but I quickly fucking forget about. I don't really give a shit how tall you are. But I know, and maybe you've experienced this, let me know, dehuffuncensored.gmail.com or at Podcast. have you experienced where you're shorter than you know, say six foot and you get shit for it. You get constantly made fun of it for it. I know that there's kids in my, my, my kid's school that are much shorter than everyone else. And at first people will, you know, kind of clown on them for it, but then they just, next thing you know, they just don't care. Obviously that's not going to be the case everywhere else. And I guess that would be where you would you would get so tired of it that you would spend a shit ton of money. They don't give a number on this, but apparently it's a shit ton of money. Would you spend a shit ton of money and six months of your life dealing with extensions of your body? I just I think that's just bizarre. That and also you extend your legs and stuff, but then everything else is going to be short. It's just, it seems like you wouldn't be proportioned properly. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But maybe you do. Let me know what your thoughts are on this. But it's just, like they're saying too, is like most of the time of your recovery in, in this situation, you're in a wheelchair having to deal with that shit uh, because you can't stand and, and put hardly any pressure on your bones as they're healing and creating more length. So you got to be okay with the idea that you're going to be 
in a wheelchair for a bit. And for what? Six extra inches. But that being said, if you're 5'5", five, five, next thing you know, boom, you're 5'11". It's just weird to me. Bizarre. Maybe you've experienced life differently than I have. Let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. I, I don't get it, but I understand that there's there's people out there that have had to deal with life differently than me. So let me know. And speaking of wheelchairs, somebody that I used to work with a long time ago, a lady named Amy Van Dyken, she was a multi-Olympic gold medalist in swimming, amazing athlete for the United States. Several years ago, she was in an ATV accident, and she's paralyzed from, I believe, roughly the waist down. She can still use her arms and stuff. She's a great follow on Instagram because she exposes a lot. One, she's just a great person, but two, she exposes a lot of bullshit that goes on, especially in this country as she travels around doing speaking engagements and whatnot. She posted a video the other day that really makes you go, fuck, there's a bunch of assholes in this world. And go find it. It's her telling the story of how some guy almost ran her over in a parking lot in his truck. She was trying to wave at him to stop. And she's in her wheelchair. And he almost runs her over. He finally realizes that she's right there. And he starts yelling at her and blaming her because, and I quote, he called her a midget cripple. Stop being assholes, people. Come on. What the fuck? That's disgusting and ridiculous. Start treating people more respectfully, right? I know it's fine to joke about certain things, but my God, she's in a wheelchair and you're mad at her? Because she's she's short in the it doesn't even make sense. It's so moronic. So fuck off that dude in the truck. Don't be a dick today. That's disgusting. That man should be ashamed of of himself. If I was there, I would hope that I would stand side by side with her and and, and have her back. And just remember what your words can mean. I say that to my kids all the time. My son's, for whatever fucking reason, my son is such an asshole at times to his sister. My son's 10 and my daughter's 8. But there's times where he just says stuff. It's just mean. I'm like, put yourself in their shoes. Just do it. And he doesn't want to do it because it's a tough thing to think about. But do that every now and then, people. When you're an asshole to somebody, stop. As you're driving away in your big old truck, think about it. Was that really necessary? Because most likely it wasn't. And in this situation, man, that guy deserves a big old punch in the dick. Because fuck him. And I'm sorry that happened to Amy, but it's good for her to make these videos and put them on social media because it makes you realize, fuck, it's just, just another angle of how we're fucked up as a society. So I'm sorry it happened to her, and support her by checking out her Instagram. So anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe. We're getting ready for vacation time. You're going to hit the road. Make sure you hit that auto download wherever you're listening to this podcast. That way, when a new episode drops, 
It's going to save it on your phone, and it's very little data. It's crazy how little data is for an episode of the podcast. And that way, whenever you're traveling, if you're not in cell range, no worry. Uh, you're going to be good. It's just going to continue playing without any hiccups. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.